Hey friend, welcome to Tuesday, April the 26th, and today's episode of Enough for Today. Thanks for joining me. We're in Psalm 41, so join me there, and uh, let's dive in, and thanks for being a part of today's podcast. I am drinking coffee, so it's amping me up a little bit. Sorry if I talk uh, fast or if I uh, cruise through this too fast. So we finished part one of the psalm yesterday with verse four. I said, Lord, be merciful unto me. Heal my soul, for I have sinned against thee. Now, here's what I want you to catch. Verses one, two, and three are David making observations about God, whether he is preaching to himself um, preemptively, like God's going to get me out of this and encouraging his soul with the truth, or whether he is retroactively looking back on a situation that God uh, delivered him from and recording it as such so that he can use this psalm to reflect on his journey and and others learn from the journey. Either way, um, verses 1 through 3 is him talking about God, okay? Verse 4 is him talking to God or telling us about what he said to God, okay? I said, Lord, be merciful unto me, heal my soul, for I have sinned against thee. The conversation continues now in verse 5. Mine enemies speak evil of me. When shall he die and his name perish? And if he come to see me, he speaketh vanity. His heart gathereth iniquity to itself. When he goeth abroad, he telleth it. All that hate me whisper together against me. Against me do they devise my hurt. An evil disease, they say, cleaveth fast unto him. And now that he lieth, he shall rise up no more. Yea, mine own familiar friend in whom I trusted, which did eat of my bread, hath lifted up his heel against me. So all the way to verse 9, verse 5 to 9, David is telling God about what other people are doing to him uh, and how they're behaving with him. And I don't know if you are catching the complexity of David's relational world, okay? So let's break this down for a minute. Mine enemies speak evil of me. So these are the people that he knows are his enemies, and they're just conspiring against him always, okay? Um, There's not a single thing that he can do right, and they're always working to his destruction. And they want him dead. When shall he die? Okay, I don't know if you've got anybody in your life that wishes you dead, but I imagine that would be a difficult thing to bear. When shall he die and his name perish? Not only do they want him dead, they want his memory erased. Like they want they want him gone and they want his family gone and, and everything that has to do with him, they want him gone. Verse six, and if he come to see me, now I want you to think about this. He's saying, if my enemy comes to see me. So these are people that are secretly enemies, but politically putting on heirs. They're uh, seeking, they're double agents, okay? They're seeking an audience with the king. They've got access, uh, but they've got an agenda. So they're insider betrayers. Um, they're leaks in his in his security team, okay? So these enemies can get to him. They come see him and they speak vanity. They put on airs. They say what he wants to hear. They say what they think. They gush over him. They fawn over him. They, they follow protocol. They, uh, they see. They say what what he wants to hear. What they think he wants to hear. Here's the thing. He's discerning. 
He knows there are people like this around him. He knows they're, they're lying to him. He may not always know which ones are liars, which ones are truth tellers. But can you imagine the paranoia? Can you imagine the potential fear and anxiety of a king surrounded by people and not knowing who are your friends and who are your enemies? Maybe you have that at work. Maybe you have that in your neighborhood. Um, hopefully you don't have that at your church. But there have been plenty that have. So who's for me? Who's against me? And these, there are people that are plotting against me, but they're speaking um, double-tongued. They're lying. His heart gathereth iniquity. So he comes to see me, speaks vanity, speaks lies, speaks love, speaks grace. But while he's with me, he's, his heart is gathering iniquity to itself. This person is coming to an audience with the king looking for incriminating information, looking for um, blind spots, looking for chinks in the armor, looking for ways to critique and criticize. You know, um, a lot of people do this on social media today. They scroll somebody's feed, they ghost them, they troll them, looking for stuff to criticize, looking with a cynical attitude. I've got people that do that to me. I don't know who they are. I don't really want to know who they are. I just hear occasionally some of the some of the nonsense, weird things, untruthful things, slanderous things people say about me. And I'm like, who, where'd they get that idea? Um, so it probably is going to happen to you in this life. But David is surrounded by people that are speaking one thing to his face and then stabbing him in his back. And when they're with him, they're trying to get anything they can to take out gathering iniquity itself, and when he goeth abroad, he telleth it. Oh, I heard him say this. I saw him do this, but I was there, okay? And they spin. They're spin monsters. They're spin machines. They give. They can take any innocent thing and give it a negative spin. Uh, and by the way, it's easy to do that because all you have to do is impugn somebody's motives, which you and I cannot rationally do. There's no way... I can tell you what your motives are, or you can tell me what my motives are. You can project onto me what you think my motives are. I can project onto you what I think your motives are, but uh, but really that's what God sees. It's deep in the heart and psyche and mind. So if we want to incriminate somebody, just take anything they're doing and spin it through a negative motive, and uh, you've got a bad story to tell. You've got a slanderous story to tell. So the enemies are leaving uh, to tell bad things about David. Um, all that hate me whisper together against me. They meet privately, they whisper, they gossip, they slander. Uh, let me just pause here and ask you, do you do this to people? I hope you don't. Um, that's a bad way to live. It's a bad habit to develop. Cynical, critic, self-appointed critic, of everybody else's life, everybody else's priorities. That's a bad way to live because everybody has flaws and an imaginative, creative mind can impose bad motives on anything that anybody does. And uh, if you make yourself the standard, then nobody can live up to you. It's a really bad place for your mind to go. Here's what I want you to take away for today. David is experiencing all this as... A relatively undeserving victim. Now, maybe he sinned in ways that contribute to it. Um, 
but he's pouring out to God. He's writing out, he's inscribing a prayer to God where he is delineating the his relational, political, social burdens. So let me encourage you to a practice, okay? Um, take your relational world, the complexities, the politics, the problems, get it out of your head and heart, get it onto paper before your God. Put it into his hands, casting all your care upon him for he careth for you. Inscribe it in prayer to God and ask him again to preserve you, deliver you, strengthen you, and be merciful to you in the midst of these situations. And go back to verse 1. Ask him to help you to keep in mind your responsibility to bless and consider and love others. Slander, gossip, enemies, political problems, they can get you off mission. Don't let that happen. Happy Tuesday. We'll see you tomorrow.